This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,244, Feb 13, 2024. 51 degrees was the high on this day in 1890. And it was 23 below on this day in 1905. Hail the flashlight, King! Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Do you think it's true that uh, Alexandria Ocasio, what's her last name? Cortez. 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 She wants uh, Elon Musk to uh, to get a sample of the sun, uh, but she <laughs> said it should be done at night. <laughs> when it's cooler. She got to no. be kidding. There's no way. I, I, I know. A guy sent me that, yeah. and I searched mightily. to Because no. it's plausible that she's that stupid. Yes. But, <laughs> God, I laughed at that. But go at night, she said. Well, right. That's you clever. would want to go at night. It's I, think like she was, I think she was pulling our legs. <laughs> <laughs> but for there is the split second that made you go, well, hang on. Well, not only a split second, I pursued it to the okay. gates of insanity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, I got a note from our fellow in Bulgaria, Dave Bliss, who mm-hmm. writes, This morning I was out for a drive with my oldest daughter, Sophie. She's an adult now, so I suppose that makes her a kid I used to have. I was commenting on how nice it is that the sun is up so early as the days get longer. She responded with a facetious smile. You know why the days are getting longer, right? Global warming. That's my daughter. By the what? way... In other words, in other words, she doesn't believe it either. Right. By the way, I have oh. been offered a job. Thanks, John. By yeah, the way, I've been. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> By the way, I have been offered a job in the Twin Cities area. My family will be permanently moving from Bulgaria in the spring to start a new position in the summer. Sadly, I believe this means you will be losing your entire Bulgarian listening audience. But hey, maybe I'll see you around town. I, I hope I hope mm. we're, I hope Dave isn't the only Bulgarian who listens. I hope there's. Um, hope there's is more. there any way that Dave can stay in Bulgaria and work remotely? I would not advise moving back to Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah, Bulgaria sounds pretty good right now. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Bulgaria. It's way over there, isn't it? I just looked up uh, AOC and Sun yeah. on you social media. Well, it's, yeah. Well, can you play some... it? Can you play it? People... Well, no, but because all of it's fake. Well, of course it is. But it, it's... but that's the thing you got to worry about with AI, because what if we felt... I didn't... Was it the... Uh... No, 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 no. But, but months ago, it was Greta Thunberg. Didn't we fall for a Greta Thunberg deep fake? I did not. I would never fall for a Greta Thunberg deep fake. Okay. There are pictures uh, even showing up in conventional news-gathering institutions, but also in 
on tabloids like the uh, the UK Sun and Daily Mail of some beautiful, beautiful mansions in Dana Point, California, in Orange oh, County, I've seen those. south of Los Angeles. Lovely area. And they're, uh, they're literally uh, teetering on the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Literally? The, yeah. Yes, right up to you couldn't. <laughs> well, what word should be used? They uh, are teetering on the edge of the cliff. It does just doesn't mean literally, does it? No, right. They're teetering on the edge of cliffs, and I have zero sympathy. Now, I have sympathy for many occasions, but this isn't one of them. How dumb are you that you build a $16 million house on the edge of the cliff? And and there they are. I mean, there's the pictures. They're they're teetering. One more rain, and they're gone, baby. I'm looking at them right now. Unbelievable. Three luxury mansions appear to be teetering. They don't appear. That's just as bad as literally. They don't appear to be teetering. They are teetering. Close to the cliff edge in Dana Point, a city in California situated at an altitude of a 140 feet, 144 feet above the beach. The video shows the aftermath of a recent landslide which eroded the backyards of the multi-million dollar properties. I would call it the front yard. If I'm looking at the ocean. Okay. All right. <laughs> finally. We're finally getting into the only thing that matters. Right. I don't want to be. I, my, <laughs> no. No. Stop talking. When you're in your. When you're at the lake. Yep. And you're sitting in the front. Or, excuse me. You you're sitting. Up. You're sitting in, at the side of the house that the lake is on. You're gazing out over the lake. Yeah. You are in the front yard. That's what I. No. You're in the front yard. Yes, no. we're, we're on the same page. I just said. The front yard is where Joe, you pull up and you Joe, have, it's, it's two, me two, and, five rule it's me. It's me and you against the world, buddy. <laughs> we're the only two that think alike on this question. There's no yeah. way in hell that's the front yard. Yeah, it's the well, front. To me, it's the front yard. You don't sit on the side of the house and watch the cars go by on the road. No, but. The lake is different <laughs> that's, that's than the, the city. Is. The address is always in the front. When you're sitting in California looking out over the ocean and the cliff, you are sitting in the front yard. Oh, you're full of beans. And if I spend $16 million and I have you come over, I'm yeah. going to say, let's go sit in the front yard. And that ain't yes. going to be looking at the street, you right. I'll be right by the garage going, where the hell are they? <laughs> what oh, is it? The water. I think they sent me on a snipe hunt. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is that highway that runs next to the the uh, fr- ocean? Fifty five. Yeah, it's Highway 55. One. Yeah, yeah. One oh one. Well, I, that's all. I don't have anything to add to that except if that's being offered as climate change. I'm not suggesting it is. Uh, you're really idiots because uh, what did you expect when you build uh, your house with a front yard on the edge of a cliff? Thank you. Yeah. Well, but you know, do we've just done with the people that have lost their houses to landslides. Where they haven't built. Of course they do. Okay. Literally. Well, or the, Don't play that again. And then I, I, I also sympathize with the likes of, you know, sourdough slim situation. And, yep. and, and, that, uh, things of that nature. I, I have no doubt that that's a dreadful, dreadful. Not to get morbid, but isn't that the same area where the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash was? No. Nowhere near there. I Not thought it was. Zero. No. No. Way inland. Way inland. Oh yes, Dana I'm, Point. Dana Point is. Why the, wouldn't you know that? The front yards of the houses in Dana Point are on the ocean. Front or back? 
The front yard faces the ocean. Huh? I don't care where they nailed up the ass. You know what this is, Suge? We've opened up a can of... This is grass-fed versus corn-fed is what this is. Can you nail this? We're going to get And you know what? This is a hill. I am willing to die on this hill. It's me and Joe against the world. I'm digging in right now. Yeah, and I'm with Rook. To me, this is such a silly question because it's obvious where the back and front yards are. In the, in the city, not at the lake. <laughs> so if you and Ma are having supper outside, yeah. are you on the front porch or are you on the back porch? I'd, I'd always choose to have dinner on the front porch. On the front porch, looking yep. at the front yard. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, the I lake at, or ocean. I was lucky enough to grow up on a lake. Yeah. The, it, the, the lake side was always referred to as the front. That's where the big deck is. Oh. My wife, my wife grew up on Lake Johanna in White Bear Lake. And that's too small to front, be called a lake. That's a, that's a mud puddle. That's okay. a pond. All right, gotcha. If you live on a pond, the back's the back. We call I'm them potholes you. up here, Rook. Yeah. <laughs> so, front yard. Uh, Our governor has bumped the pay for himself and others. Our work. Hey. We got a surplus, remember? Oh, wait, it's gone. No, that's gone. Yeah, we've, we've, we've <laughs> breezed right. through that. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot. I'm, I'm bringing this up for one reason that I'll get to in a moment. To bleep us. No. Yep. Well, and don't think they won't. Hey, Walls, you're here for one reason, aren't you? <laughs> uh, House Minority Leader Lisa DeMuth of Republican from Cold Springs released a statement late last week attacking Democrats in the wake of new details regarding significant salary increases received by members of the Walls administration. It was first reported by MPR. Some commissioners within Governor Walls' administration have seen their annual salaries increase by roughly thirty-two grand in the last year. Holy seven wow. Com- seven commissioners currently receive annual salaries larger than 187 grand numerous commissioners have salaries higher than 180 grand a commissioner is appointed by the governor to lead a state government agency such as the Minnesota Department of Public Safety the Minnesota Department of Agriculture the Minnesota Department of Education we knew how well that worked right because mm-hmm. they were involved in the food fraud scandal before yep. Heather Mueller left right or another department Minnesota state government currently has more than 20 commissioners wow leading different agencies as the government has grown unwieldy yet again democrats are putting their own interests over minnesota's interests said demuth While most Minnesotans didn't even get enough of a raise to keep up with inflation, members of the Walls administration, who already have six-figure salaries, saw massive pay increases to the tune of as much as 32 grand. For context, no commissioner of a Minnesota agency received a salary greater than 155 grand as of January 2nd, 2023, a year ago with some of their salaries now increasing to over 187 grand several unelected bureaucrats have enjoyed pay increases of over 20% in just one year meanwhile the wages and salaries of american workers in the private sector rose 4.3% in the same year well, now here's why i bring this up there's many there's many ways you could you could go after this but i wish someone could confront walls and say to him, don't sell us this BS that we always get from the public. 
class from from governors that you need to be competitive in the salaries you offer so that you get the best talent mm -hmm. that you're competing with the private sector don't accept that because you have no evidence that you've hired anybody that can compete with the private sector right you had heather mueller in the department of education who blew a quarter of a billion dollars giving money to food fraudsters you screwed up trying to hire somebody to run the uh, marijuana department i was just on you, that page you, right you, now you haven't accomplished anything that would demonstrate to the taxpayers you you have some urgent need to be competing feverishly for talent with yeah. the public with the private Agreed. sector who are getting a 4.3% increase no these are the your people these are your friends these 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 are the people who share your same ideology and you're full of bs walls if you ever try to sell me that one and these are the same people that if you were a private company and you committed this much fraud they would be on you so fast to say you owe us XYZ. Yes, uh, Kenny. Once again, I find myself at odds w with you, Mayor. Um, I think you're taking the wrong approach. If any of us had half a brain, we'd all be applying for that commissioner of um, Minnesota marijuana where we would get paid, what did you say, over $200,000 well, no. and hit the bong every day, <laughs> all day. Research and development? <laughs> Now, seven commissioners currently receive salaries larger than 187 All grand. All right. Uh, numerous commissioners have salaries higher than 180 grand. Now, I don't really begrudge people what they make. That's that's fine. But this is BS. This is a scam. Well, when you're, a th yeah. a when you're on the government dime, it's different. This is me having to pay you. Uh, Walls, yeah. you're a... You, I can't Remember think when of you a, defended him way back in the I day? I can't think of a greater disappointment yep. in my life as a politician than Walls. What, Are, uh, what do a you disappointment. Think the people in these positions aspired to get to that position? Do you think that was the end game? That's a good question. Or do you think that just happened by surprise and now they have thrown away all of their ideals and uh, personal morals just for the paycheck? Kenny, I bet the vast majority of people that are in public spots like this they did this for the money grab and I, I i'm more convinced of that every day they don't care about us none of these people care according about us. to the u.s census minnesota's median household income is eighty four thousand. furthermore minnesota's per capita income is forty four thousand nine hundred and forty seven dollars nearly 10 percent of minnesotans live in property in poverty this adds insult to injury for Minnesotans and further shows how misaligned Democrats' priorities are, said DeMuth. I agree with her. Democrats promised Minnesota $2,000 rebate checks and tax relief. Instead, they blew the $18 billion surplus and raised taxes by $10 <clears throat> billion so that they could build a $730 million office building for themselves and reward their own with huge pay increases. And do you think there's a Republican walking the planet that would turn down that money, though, if appointed to one of those offices? Nope. Right. But I so, think it would be better utilized by Republicans. Uh, I mean, next, if we ever get another Republican governor, it'll be the Democrats saying the same thing the Republicans are saying right now. They're all being disingenuous. Didn't we have on J John Jasinski? Yes. A Republican from Faribault? Yep. Uh, he says that the overarching proposed budget for this state is too costly. It's just not sustainable, he said. 
I'm just telling you, something is going to crash, and it's going to crash hard by increasing spending this much. I don't, I don't doubt that at all. I don't doubt that at all. We haven't spent enough time talking about that office building. That is apocryphal. That's just unbelievable. What a crime. It they is. could have purchased both downtown si- uh, Minneapolis skyscrapers for less than what they're spending on this office building. That is unbelievable. The governor's pay is going to rise to 150. Now he's going to make less than some of his cronies. Uh, judicial pay is going to go up. Uh, seats on the Supreme Court would pay at least 221 grand. Well, how do we as a group feel about 150 for a governor? I don't think I've got a problem with that. I, I don't. I don't begrudge anybody any money. Uh, yeah, but this is a this is a money grab. There is no countering voice. Lisa Demuth, who's in the minority. Uh, Jasinski, who's in the minority, others who are in the minority, Pat Garofalo, what are they supposed to do? There's no right. one to there's no one to put the hammer down. There's no one to stop this. In the meantime, we're you know, you're struggling at the gas pumps in the grocery store. The big question is what does this mean come the next election? You know, is there gonna be a big sea change or is it just gonna be more Democrats spending more money? The more I read uh, letters to the editor in the Star Tribune, the more I realize that uh, Minnesota is not what I once thought it was. Yep. It's just not It's not what I once thought it was. There are mm-hmm. uh, too many people who uh, either don't care about this or think this is just fine. Even though there's no evidence that paying these people these salaries has resulted in improved government. Uh, I I would say that's true in the metropolitan area. From what I see, there's vast outrage out here. Uh, But, you know, the the governor won't come out here and talk to us. Well, here here we go. Senator Aaron Aaron May Quaid, DFL Apple Valley, said there are managerial positions inside of government in the private sector that pay more, which should prompt lawmakers to bring salaries into better balance. She's trying to sell you the idea that we need we need the kind of competence that's on display in the private sector. She came up before. Yeah, she's come up. Cool. Yeah, she's been up a lot. She's a, a crackpot. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so can I, next time I meet with the boss, can I say, well, look what Joe Rogan makes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But Senator Steve Drazkowski, yeah. Senator Steve Drazkowski, Republican Mazeppa, said the optics are bad. It certainly looks like Democrats are taking care of themselves in this and eventually in this bill by giving huge salary increases to Democrat politicians. Uh, he said ahead of a party line vote to include the constitutional officers raises in a broader budget measure. And then that, that was followed by the John Jasinski quote that this is not sustainable and that there will be a crash. And I don't doubt that for a moment, unless they just want to take all our money. They do. The bad thing about that quote is the optics have been bad in everything the Democrats have done in Minnesota for about two years, but nobody seems to really want to it. Well, because they're all Democrats. Well, but even, I mean, I just meant the general population. Where's the pitchforks and torches? Well, we're all staring out the front yard. Joe Rage... (laughs) Rage is uh, exhausting. It's hard to maintain that level of, of rage. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. What are you going to tell me? I'll tell you about garage doors. 
You want competence? Is the garage door in the front yard or the backyard? Uh, yeah, where is that? Uh, That's the front yard, right? Yeah. Huh? Sure, Chris. Yeah. Whatever, wherever you want it to be. <laughs> but all I know is that uh, people who make a hell of a lot less than the commissioner of dog leashes... Uh, is more competent and we're gonna is gonna fix your garage door perfectly. And they're gonna, precision door will do it the first time. That's what I like. They got the parts in the truck. They're not coming back. Plus, they text you ahead of time. Say, hey, we're thirty minutes out. Let's go. And you you know what you do then? You get your coffee and you get your little chair ready and you sit there and you you watch them because that's fun to talk. I bet you're to a big guy. pain in the ass when people are doing oh, work am, at your house. I am. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just right there. But Can they, I hold the flashlight for right. you? Yeah, but you're they not, don't mind. They don't mind. Back off. Precision garage door of the uh, Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They have the parts with them in the truck. And uh, you, they do everything, including if you need a door. Mm. They got all kinds of ideas. You need a door. You sit down with them, you, know? you figure out a door. And they're looking for employees, and they appreciate and compensate excellent work. Not, you know, it's not government salaries, but it's pretty damn good. Mm. You got to work for the government to make the big dough, because as citizens, we're growing smaller and smaller, which is why it's always most important to find the best of the private entrepreneurs. And Precision Garage Door answers that bill. PrecisionDoorMN.com or put this telephone number in your contacts for Precision Door. 612-263-6985. That's 612-263-6985. Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need, and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code garagelogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code garagelogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5600. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell him you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid indoor I just, you know, I really... You can't hit a home run every day, right? I really missed you guys. I really did miss you Well, come on. Let's go here. 
Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Give me some. I like this. This is all right. I like this. I'm yeah. still parked out by the lake, 80 miles from San Fe. <laughs> Thank you, John. Is this Toby, uh, nope. what's his name, Toby? This is not Jeff, Keith. is it? It doesn't sound like Jeff. It's not Jeff. Okay, I'm done with the song. <coughs> Who is it? Mitch in a backyard. Just listen. Just oh, yeah, listen. the Here lake's in his backyard. Yep. Lakes in the front yard. <laughs> right where it belongs. That's where I put the boat. Where Sunset is the address on this side. Whiskey in the boat, and the boat's in the front. You bring the love, I'll bring the beer. Pass the ashtray, pal. You guys have been picked up on the fact that he just repeats the same lyrics. Uh, yeah. Over. Well, that's most songs. You know what? Remember that old that lake old in the lake. front? Remember that old lake? It's out front. That's where when you go to Grand Old Creamery, take the music down, do your spot, and you let's go, go in here. the front door, whether there's a lake there or not. <laughs> Either location. Garage Logic's got a sweet way to treat your sweetheart. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, that's it. You a $25 gift certificate for Grand Old Creamery. Don't come in tomorrow. It's on sale this week for half price. I am coming in early tomorrow. Oh. That's 25 bucks off super premium ice cream for only $12.50. It's a great deal. Get your favorite flavor from the 32 flavors to choose from in store at any time. Certificates are limited in supply, so don't wait. Get yours now, then redeem them at either of the two wonderful locations at Grand Old Creamery, Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis. Grand Old Creamery, you know them well. They offer malts, shakes, cakes, pints, quarts of ice cream to take home. And, of course, you walk in there, and all you can smell is their sweet-smelling homemade hand-rolled malted waffle cones with a Whopper in the bottom. really is a sweet way to treat your sweetheart, so act now. Get your $25 Grand Old Creamery voucher for only $12.50. Visit garagelogic.com and keyword deal to get yours while they last. Garagelogic.com, keyword deal. I hear he's parked by the lake. Where yeah, we're yeah, he is went around lake the near back. Santa Fe? 80 miles. It's 80 miles. 80 miles. There isn't even any lakes in New Mexico, is there? No. And to get there, he had to drive around the side of the house to get to the back. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. Marlo. <laughs> Marlo Phillips. Does that name ring a bell? That girl. Yeah, Marlo Thomas. <laughs> That's the only Marlo I know. The man who authorities say was shot to death while attempting to rob a Mercedes in Minneapolis Friday afternoon. That was Marlo Randy Phillips, 27, of Minneapolis. This is a story that I think is terribly important and we're not hearing much about it. Because the way it played out, it sounds like the owner of the automobile defended himself, uh, a two-year-old child, and his property. Uh, police say he, Randy, uh, well, I'm sorry, Marlo Phillips, uh, he and one other man, a 21-year-old, approached the vehicle on Golden Valley Road when gunfire erupted. Phillips died at the scene while the driver of the Mercedes, as we noted yesterday, turned up at North Memorial with life-threatening injuries. The two-year-old in the car was not 
injured. The surviving suspect has been arrested. There's no update on his condition. I think it's a terribly important story. Now, Keith uh, alerts me by email. I did not know such a, a site existed, but he linked me to a site called funeralobitsmemorial.com. Okay. And they have the obit for uh, Mr. Phillips, Marlo Randy Phillips. And it's somewhat surprising. Hmm. Uh, Keith writes, below is an obituary I found for Marlo Phillips. It surprised me that, it surprised me none, that many facts, including the alleged carjacking, were omitted. Here's the old bit, and then he linked me to where I verified it. Marco Phillips' obituary, death. The tragic death of Marlo Randy Phillips, age 27, has left the community of Minneapolis Reeling in shock and sadness. Hmm. I've not detected that yet. Okay. Marlo lost his life in a senseless act of violence that occurred in the alley of a small apartment building in the 2400 block of Golden Valley Road, according to the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office. Details surrounding Marlo's untimely passing reveal a heartbreaking sequence of events. Minneapolis police reported that Marlowe and another individual approached a Mercedes sedan in the alley, unaware of the danger that awaited them. Wow. Tragically, the encounter took a deadly turn when Marlowe was shot, leaving him fatally wounded. The incident unfolded with a chilling backdrop as the Mercedes sedan continued not only the driver, but also a two-year-old child. The motive behind the shooting remains unclear, but the consequences have been devastating, leaving Marlowe's loved ones in the wider community grappling with shock and grief. Marlowe's untimely death, death has left a void in the lives of those who knew and loved him. Described as a vibrant and kind-hearted individual, Marlowe was beloved by many and known for his infectious laughter and warm personality. His presence brought light and joy to those around him, and his passing has left a profound sense of loss in the hearts of all who had the privilege of knowing him. As the community mourns the loss of Marlowe Randy Phillips, there is an overwhelming sense of disbelief and sadness at the senseless violence that claimed his life. Marlowe's family and friends are left to grapple with the painful reality of his absence, struggling to come to terms with the sudden and tragic loss of someone so dear to them. In the wake of this tragedy, there is a collective call for justice and accountability. I think they're... The loss of Marlowe serves as a stark reminder of the urgent need to address the root causes of violence and invest in creating safer communities for all. His memory will forever be cherished by those who knew him, and his legacy will live on through the love and fond memories he leaves behind. As the community mourns the loss of Marlo Randy Phillips, may we come together to support one another and honor his memory by working towards a future free from violence and senseless loss. May he rest in peace knowing that he was deeply loved and will be forever remembered. This is all the more reason this story needs to be completely fleshed out and thrown onto the front page of the paper. This makes it sound like Marlo Phillips was innocently walking down an alley when uh, a guy in a Mercedes just uh, whimsically decided to shoot him. Randomly targeted him. Just decided to shoot him. Yep. Tell me again where the source. 
It's called Funeral Obits Memorial, one word, funeralobitsmemorial.com. Oh, so there's a chance it was written by a friend or family member. Of course. You're right. Okay. Of course. Because I've got four different versions up. Um, CBS, MS, and uh, Channel 5, and Star Tribune, and none of them are that sympathetic. You know what this is reminiscent of? Uh, the story down here, uh, the the walkway by the river. Remember the kid who who tried to pull a gun on a guy in St. Paul? Guy oh, pulled, yeah. I've and, then, and then they posted all the angel wings on him and stuff like No, this kid was a thug who tried to rob this guy. And this guy just happened to be armed. That's what this. What Joe? Well, we don't read. know that yet. We don't know that yet. That's, no, no. That's I'm saying that presumption. story back then yeah, yeah. is what's reminiscent yeah. of this. Why don't we know? Well, that's, as I said yesterday, my suspicion is this is a tough story because it flies against the narrative. We're not but, supposed to be armed. We're not supposed to protect ourselves. We're supposed to acquiesce. We're supposed to uh, we're supposed to be humble and give in to crime. And here's a guy who said, if if it went the way I think it did, he's approached to be carjacked, gunfires exchanged, and uh, he wins. The guy didn't get carjacked, although he was shot seriously and had to drive to the hospital. The one line I want to see, and I haven't seen it in any of the stories, we still don't know if the uh, guy had a permit to carry. That's all you have to put in there. Well, I want to know show, everything. Show me that you're at least trying to get to the bottom of this story, but I'm not seeing that in any version of this story. Mm-hmm. But if, in fact, it played out that way, the 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 news gathering in this town has become so deluded and so weakened by the narrative that this is a tough one. They don't know how to report this because this is a this is a winner. If it happened the right. way I think it did, this guy right. won. Right, he defended you're not, you're not supposed to win. Right, he defended himself properly. John brought up something yesterday that's been sticking with me. Two year old in the back. Yeah, not sure how I would. Well, react. we don't know where the two year old was, back or front, <laughs> whatever. The two year old was uninjured, thankfully. I suppose that could have gone either way, but yeah. the the, the two year old was uninjured. Yeah. But the point is, if this is a story of a fellow who protected his uh, loved ones in his his property, uh, let's let's play it like that. Let's let's get it out there. This hiding and, and, and secretiveness is ridiculous. Don't we know somebody over in MPD, Matthew? Can't we just make a call, find out official? Yeah, call, we could probably unofficial. Do that. Well, off the record. Huh? Wink, wink. Without not to sign them all. Without naming a source. See what I can do. The uh, problem, I think, uh, and I don't disagree with you, Joe. It definitely goes against the news media's uh, uh, outlook. Uh, but until the police have new information, I don't. The Star Tribune did a story on it. Now, what are they going to do to update it? They have right, to wait. Right. For, yeah, no. Let's you know, go though. Let uh, the, some info. Your reporter should be hounding the police for updated information. Yep. Let's go here. What what happened here? Because if it happened the way I think it happened, uh, this guy needs to be recognized as having done the right thing. And on the on the on the heels of that, it was over the weekend at what about twelve robberies with guns involved all yeah, over four, the metro, all over the metro, hours, something like that. fourteen hour span. There were mm-hmm. uh, countless robberies where uh, guns were put in people's faces. One time, the gun went in the victim's mouth. Yeah. And according to O'Hara, you know, an injury was suffered with withdrawing the gun from the mouth, but fortunately mm. not firing it. 
this 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 could go a long way into waking some people up. So, coppers, let's go here. This could have been, yeah. this could have been anybody. <clears throat> That's quite a no bit, though. Uh, and, and, you know, we're seeking justice and accountability. But much like you what just... What that means is we don't know if we're going to hire Crump or not. But just like you said earlier, Joe, about what a bunch of Min- Minnesota or Minneapolis, whatever you said, isn't the state that you thought it was yeah. based upon voting reaction. There's a lot of people, though, who probably have the same mindset as the person that wrote that obit, unfortunately. Well, uh, until we it happens it. to you. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yep. We see it across the board on all sorts of different su- suspects and cases. Um including the most beloved man in the whole wide world now who everybody holds up and thinks was a angel and was actually a, a junkie and a, a criminal. Who, Floyd? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best interview we can't get would be with that woman with the Indian name, as in the country of India, Sadathara, uh, who was yeah. a DFL party activist oh, who yes. was... Uh, Carjacked and injured with her children present, and she had there's not a word been heard from right. her since. You're right. No, I uh, tried to follow up on that about two weeks ago, Couldn't yeah. Find nothing since that happened. In fact, could her. you re could you uh refresh me, please, on her name? Let's uh, I, I, it, it's worth still trying to wonder if this woman would, would have anything to say. I mean, she was uh, a DFL uh party employee. She, which I can only conclude meant she was behind the uh, ridiculous position. Shavante, spell it. S H I V A N T H I, and the last name is Sathan. Spell it. S A T H A N A A N A D A N. D-A-N? Yes. All right, and when was that? September 8th of 2023. She yep. was the Minnesota DFL vice chairwoman. Yep. September Shivante 8th, 2023. Sathanadan? Yep. Shivanti Mm-hmm. I remember we learned how to say it, Sathanadan. Yeah. I just have, I have one question. Has her mindset changed? Or well, that's what have, we want to know. Yeah. Have her ideals been updated? Because if they haven't... How can you possibly live with yourself? But you I know believe what? she moved. She, I bet her mindset did change, which is why we haven't heard from her. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be a logical conclusion to draw? Yeah, I'm not expecting that the woman's going to come on and suddenly carve up the DFL. But, uh, and with so maybe, maybe she's, why she's just playing, maybe she's just uh, deciding to stay out of the news. Or maybe it rattled her, in all honesty. Yeah. But I believe she moved. Yes. I believe she sold her house in North Minneapolis and got out. I don't know where she is. For all I know, she left the state. She might be down by the lake. Could be. She, uh, miles from Santa Fe. Her Twitter account, uh, she just reposted, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago, Minnesota DFL remains the single biggest political fundraiser entity in Minnesota, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously she still is. Is a, a some 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 of her belongs mm. to the DFL party apparently still in mm. Minnesota. How many Valiums do you have to take every single day to live with yourself? Seriously, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep this uh, 
alleged hijacking story uh, fresh in my uh, in my pile of stuff here because Keep I it fresh. <laughs> I want it fresh. I knew he was gonna. Do I want it fresh. <laughs> Because I, I do think it's a terribly important story, and we're getting shortchanged until we get more from the police. Why don't we take a time out and come back with Mr. Height? We can. All right. But first, I need to know one thing. What did the governor want fresh? The Clear content. Water. The content. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, the, content it was the content for the show. Yeah. yeah exactly. Don't, don't do any preview stuff. If you're looking know. for a fresh start with your banking, oh. might I suggest my friends, Joe, at North American Banking Company. They are the best. In fact, I have an appointment with them later this week. They take the time to get to know me, and that's why I love them. Uh, listen, if you are tired of being a, just a number to your big national bank, then try my friends at North American Banking Company. They get it. They realize there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So that's why they strive with that unparalleled service of a community bank. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but they're going to get you that great customer service. They are also locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means the loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of the state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. Six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location there in Maple Grove. Check them out online today, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender, Joe. If that uh, if that attempted carjacking went down the way I think it did, that means this obit was written from an ideological lens that suggests he had every right in the world. He was to, oppressed to try to carjack that car, and he and he should not have expected any violence or consequences. Hmm. That's that's the ideological lens that's written wow. through. We'll uh, we'll come back with John. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. You know who you kind of remind me of, Joe, especially today? One of those snobs that lives over in Great Britain that just poo-poos everything American. Wow. Really? Yeah. Tay-Tay, football parties. You not like happiness, Joe? Matthews parties. Morons. <laughs> An all-American football hero. Half <laughs> of America's sweethearts. Yeah. I mean, they're literally the the royalty of the United States of America, and you hate half I got to give her credit when she slugged down that beer on the scoreboard that was pretty cool she can drink a beer that was pretty cool go behind the scenes of garage logic with unfiltered audio and video access invites to exclusive events an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at garagelogic.com are you by the lake it's the end of the world as we know it and he feels fine joe Souchere. i had to uh, try it such i had a couple of lug nuts that were rusted on a stud and uh i i put the air gun thing on them and they wouldn't budge and i thought you know what if i push this it's gonna break 
Have you ever seen or heard of guys melting crayons on rusted nuts? Nope. No, neither had I until two weeks ago, and I thought, well, this will be a perfect opportunity, and I did the test over the weekend, and all I did with the crayon is make a huge mess. Well, I could imagine. It was everywhere. Burning wax was everywhere, and the stupid nut didn't budge, so I did what I should have done to begin with is uh, I just did the heat treatment, um, and then I used seafoam deep creep, and you you put on the heat, and I'm not talking from a acetylene tank here. Just use the LP, heat it up, get it warm, blast it with seafoam deep creep, heat it up again, do it, and then just slowly start easing that nut off, and it works every time. It's really effective. And seafoam deep creep, it doesn't have the usual chemical concoction, so starting a fire isn't a big concern. You know, it'll still flame up, but you're not going to burn the house down or anything. And uh, even better, Seafoam Deep Creep smells better, too, and it works every single time. It's available the world over in automotive aisles, knack hardware stores, big box stores, auto parts, joints. Uh, Deep Creep, it's just another fantastic miracle from our friends at Seafoam. Are you going to ask what I'm thinking? Yes. Okay. Kenny? Yeah. Like the superstar Mike Morris, do you have an unusually large uh, collection of crayons? <laughs> I, actually, I actually, that's what I was going to say. The most surprising thing I heard is that you have crayons. I've got a box of crayons in okay. the shop, okay. and I also have chalk. Okay, good. Chalk is good. We have I, we no, we good. use them in the blacksmithing portion of got the it. shop. I okay. see. Okay. Wait, wait. Dave Harrigan gets the credit for that. That was the biggest home run line <laughs> that was in a the grand history slam. of fifteen hundred ESPN. <laughs> what? what? Mike Morris was filling in for Patrick or whoever he was filling in for, and Mike said, can you write that down? And Dave Harrigan said, sure, do you want me to write it in crayon? Okay. And it was pretty funny. I lost my yeah, ass. Pretty good. It That's was good very funny. And they're, they're within reach, too. I don't have to go looking yeah. for them. They're right there. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This uh, news update brought to you by North American <laughs> Banking Company. Uh, one quick sports note. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, but uh, not on the air portion of the show. For at least one more year, Twins fans will have to watch the team play on Bally Sports North. The Twins and Diamond Sports Group announced an agreement on a one-year extension of the team's broadcast rights through the 2024 season. The team had desperately been hoping to move to a deal where they could stream games for folks who don't have cable or satellite, but team president Dave St. Peter said they couldn't swing that deal and said he knows the situation is not ideal for folks who want to watch the Twins. He does say they will be searching next year once again for some way for fans. Is it Bally Sports North uh, part of a standard cable package? Would you like me to go on a tirade? Yeah, Two hundred and ten dollars no. to AT and T for you want, you want me to so, start too? No, no, no. So but I, it works out for me. I got base So we were told Bailey, all off season. We're not rich like you. We, so. we, we can't spend any money because we don't have a we don't have a deal, a TV deal. And then we got a TV deal, and it's 2024. But you know, y- you can't stream a game, so we need you to subscribe to cable like it's 1979. Well, where do you want to stream it? How come? How on come a standalone service? But why the Minnesota Wild? Matthew watches every game in Austin, yeah. Texas. Different yeah. same with the Wolves. Wolves have the same thing. Yep. Why don't the Twins then? I don't know because okay. 
apparently it's 1986. That's why. Yeah, they, they, according to oh, Dave, they said, pull edge. it's not that. It's just they're they're so this is so bungled. Everything about this is yeah. Prehistoric. It's tough to watch TV these days and figure out what you got and what you're paying for. But again, Joe and I, are evidently the only two that make a decent living, we have cable. <laughs> yeah, I got cable. <laughs> Sorry about you, pores. <laughs> you misers. I have that are cable, but there. I don't have any money. Misers, you're electrocuting yourself trying to figure out how to stab a wire into this, and I can steal it from the neighbor. But and Joe, if you want to go big picture on this, in all honesty, baseball, this is exactly why baseball is in trouble, what John just read. What We had 7 million people that watched the World Series. It was less oh, rated just, than... He's so outraged. Well, it's yep, just look so at him. stupid. The, the matter you get, the funnier it is. John, you have to continue. No, I'm enjoying Christmas. I know, but it doesn't work. And, sure. and I would I would rather talk about streaming anyway, just to annoy you than Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> right. what it is. It's Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Oh wait, Thank sorry. You. That's tomorrow. Oh yeah. And Today's don't, but you know what? I, I appreciate it, Chris, because I won't be here tomorrow. So I want to oh, Today is Happy Galentine Day. What? Gals, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I learned about this morning. Wow. I did not. Well, what's Valentine's Day then? Like, what? Nah, never mind. He's I don't care. In the, news, in the news. When is it steak and uh, Here we go. Day. Follow up. <laughs> Can't people see this somewhere? Oh, whoops. In news. Follow up to a story we had yesterday. And uh, you mentioned earlier today, Joe, after thieves targeted more than a dozen spots in Minneapolis over the weekend, the city's police chief says officers are doing all they can to stop those responsible and hold them accountable. Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara talked about the recent crime spree after a vehicle involved in a reported robbery crashed into a bus stop yesterday afternoon. The chief said two vehicles, a Kia sedan and a Kia SUV, were reportedly involved in an armed robbery on Garfield Avenue around 1230 yesterday afternoon. While both fled, the SUV was spotted by officers a short time later. A pursuit started. After about six minutes, the SUV crashed into a bus stop near North Penn and Plymouth Avenues. The chief said two people were at the bus stop, luckily avoided injury. Four people in the SUV fled, but three were arrested, all believed to be juveniles. The sedan, though, got away. A gun was also recovered from the SUV. All of this comes after Minneapolis police said 14 robberies were reported from 10.53 in the morning Saturday until 12.35 in the morning Sunday, most of them happening after sundown. Police believe many of the robberies are connected as a gray SUV was reported at at least eight of them. Monday afternoon, O'Hara said there were 46 violent crimes reported in the city over the weekend. 46 70... violent crimes. Wow. That's correct. And 70%, so uh, almost 30 of those were robberies. Okay, and the cops are beating themselves up here unnecessarily. It's the Cops can't stop crimes. They can respond to crimes. Correct. Right. It's not their fault right. that some moron well, robs somebody. If there were enough cops, in theory, they could stop crime. Well, it would but be a deterrent. We're a couple of hundred cops away from that ever happening. Yep. But uh, that's quite the work day, John. That's over 12 hours, isn't it? Didn't you say? The 14 uh, that they reported, yes, was over, what, a 14-hour period. Wow. Uh, and uh, and then 70 for the whole weekend. That's boy, Those are that's... farmer hours. Wow. Hard workers. That's hard work. The police force in the small Minnesota town of Moose Lake has dwindled to just one officer 
down from five in the last year. Interim Police Chief Chad Patterson is currently the only officer who patrols the streets in the town of 2,600 people, which is about 40 minutes southwest of Duluth. Two officers resigned in January after the resignations of two others, including the chief, last summer. The city right now is thinking about contracting with the Carleton County Sheriff's Office for law enforcement services instead of maintaining its police department. The city council could decide this week whether to stick with its force or go with Carleton County. The police staffing crisis stems from increasing costs and a statewide shortage of officers. The entire police budget was slated to take up about 90% of Moose Lake's property tax revenue this year before the city opted to reduce the force. Some are arguing Moose Lake needs its officers because of the large prison population from the state correctional facility that's located there. What do they think? You're going to break out? Apparently, yeah. Just, just in case kind of thing. Uh, shipwreck hunters have discovered a merchant ship that sank in Lake Superior in 1940, taking its captain with it during a storm off Michigan's Upper Peninsula. The Great Lake Shipwreck Historical Society and shipwreck researcher Dan Fountain announced yesterday the discovery of a 244-foot bulk carrier named Arlington. It was located in about 650 feet of water, some 35 miles north of Michigan's Keweenaw Peninsula. The Arlington left Port Arthur, Ontario, April 30th, 1940, fully loaded with wheat, headed to Owen Sound, Ontario, under the command of Captain Frederick Tatybug Burke. Old Tatybug. Yeah. They knew him him around the lake. They knew him around the lake. But as the Arlington and large freighter, the Collingwood, made their way across Lake Superior, they encountered dense fog and a storm after nightfall that battered both ships. The Arlington began to take on water. The ship's first mate ordered the Arlington onto a course to hug the Canadian North Shore, which would have provided some cover from wind and waves, but Burke countermanded that the uh, common countermanded countermanded. Did, oh, I can't say it. You know, oh. he gave a different order. Order the ship back yeah. onto a con- Thank you. Thank you for doing it down for me. Countermanded? Countermanded. Countermanded. It's tough to Countermanded. Likely. Uh, the Arlington began to sink, and the ship's chief engineer sounded the alarm. The crew, out of fear for their lives and without orders from the captain, began to abandon ship. Yeah. They all made it safely to the Collingwood, except for Burke. Burke went down with the Arlington. Reports indicate he was last seen near its pilot house, waving at the Collingwood. The Shipwreck Society said in a statement that no one will ever know the answer as to why Burke acted as he did before the ship. He was, was supposed lost. to. He went down with his ship. ship. Yeah. Uh, we've Just all heard like mail Dido. theft. Dido. What? Yeah. We mentioned that the other day. No, stop. Okay. Go ahead, John. Sorry. We've all heard about mail theft. Now it's apparently been taken to a new extreme in St. Paul. Someone took three of the blue collection boxes, the whole boxes, from their public locations by cutting them free from the ground. That's an outrage. It's a federal offense. I think so. Yes, it is. The boxes were later recovered, but neither the exact spot they were taken from nor where they were found is being disclosed for now as the investigation continues. The boxes were taken sometime in early January from an area that is not a high-volume location for mail delivery. They were cut into, according to the Postal Service. It's unclear if mail was stolen, since it's not known how much mail were in the boxes at the time. It's weird. So far away from the election that happened. I know. <laughs> yeah. Stay. <laughs> It could have been mail-in bad. That's true. I can't, That's true. I can't see. I used to get mad when you'd bring stuff up like that. Now I just laugh because, you know. Well, he's right, you know, John. Yeah, he is whatever. correct. 
State Fair concert announcement. Oh, Joe, are you ready? We have a date night. Motley Crue will be playing the fair. (laughs) The band has the original lineup except for one significant detail. Lead guitarist Mick Mars no longer tours with them. Uh, In his place, uh, really, a really good guitar player and a really weird guy. A guy named John Five. And yes, fellas, he is indeed a monster. Hmm. Yeah, I saw his Mick Mars. I've heard good things. He's not in John Five territory, sorry. Where did John John Five cut his teeth? He's a metal guy uh, and also a country guy, which is very weird. Hmm. It's very versatile. Uh, He's he's had his own stuff out for many years, and he's played with Marilyn Manson. He's played with several guys. Isn't Mick, he's older than the president, isn't he? He's, He's very really old, old, yes. Yeah. He was old. He had some health issues. Just, and then they got in a squabble, remember? Uh, he said he wasn't being paid what he was supposed to be. And then, I don't know, two years ago, he just said, nah, I'm done. I retire. I thought so. the whole band was done. <laughs> well, I, I'm i going to reserve comment because... There's not going to be a lot of movement on the stage. No, I, do, yeah. you want me to, yeah. do you want me to say it for you, John? Sure. They suck. Okay, thank you. Uh, the show is, <laughs> the show is scheduled and it'll for be Thursday. a packed house. You watch. Oh, hell yeah. It'll yeah, be a it'll, fun it'll night to go people watch. <laughs> Guaranteed. And that out. drummer ripped that whole bit he does. He ripped it off from um, the name of the band. Oh, my God. Why can't I remember? They were a local band. What, the uh, drums hoisted in the air? Yeah, the revolving drums. Um, Charlie Adams was the drummer. And it was the same band that Yanni was in. Why can't I remember that? Isn't that Chameleon? Chameleon, Chameleon. thank you. Yeah, Yeah. Chameleon. This This show is Thursday, August 29th. (laughs) 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 Tickets go on sale starting at 10 o'clock. Did you say that? And I was... I did say that, and you just kept going, (laughs) I can't remember. The drummer... Is that... Is that... uh, That terrible voice, Vince, uh, is he with us? Oh, yeah. The whole band... Is the same except uh, uh, Mick Mars isn't there? John Mickey Five, Six, maybe. yeah, the whole game. Do they yeah. start my heart? That's you know what's yeah. funny is uh, it's not funny when it happens to us, but it's really funny when rock stars get the dad bod going. Oh. That who is that guy in the Skid Row? Oh, he's got the dad Sebastian bod going. Bach. Yeah, Sebastian Bach. He's got the whole dad thing going. Yeah. Does the crew do any soft ballads or no? No, <laughs> no. Why don't we? Oh yeah, the uh, what was that? The yeah. one that was a big hit. Maybe they'll reprise the whole Carnival of Sin thing. That'd be cool. Great. So yeah. what time do you want? Uh, you, want to, you want me to pick you up? Oh, yeah, we'll you guys, be there anyway. We'll you we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's take a little break at this point and talk to our friend the rookie. Thank you, John. I have told you before about the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program. As one of the largest private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota, the entire state, Minnesota Masonic Charities is proud to support the young people of Minnesota. How do they do that? Well, last year they launched a brand new scholarship program unlike anything I've ever seen. It's called the Selfless Scholar. The scholarship program works this way. Instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their own achievements, the scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves, recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. What a great concept. And after receiving hundreds of wonderful stories, MMC is going to be finalizing those recipients for 2024. You have until February 29th to apply. So check out their website. One cool thing about the scholarship is the 15 $5,000 scholarships are split between the nominator and the nominee, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write
write this story and the person who got the attention of a peer. I'm going to say, uh, share you with some of those stories, but I, I want you to check out the website, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Click on scholarships to learn more. Okay, sounds good. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah. The crew. No, but I Truth, wish. Justice, and the Souchere. I would play Motley Crew bumps that, all day. That musician there is a, a fan of the crew, actually. Oh, that's right. It, he is, he isn't he? He likes them. Oh, yeah, he likes them. Dill? That's because he's got yeah. good taste. He's got oh, good yeah. taste. Um, well, he's a better musician than Oops. all of them put together. <laughs> I think I accidentally just clicked that off. Yep, I apologize. Okay. Hey, guess who's back, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. Our yes, gal Linda back. Keller and Keller Tax no. uh, Service. I just opened her packet last night. Chris, I'm going to send it off tomorrow. Fantastic. She's the best. Seriously, Kenny uses her. I use her. Gealers have already reached out to thank me. That Who are these people that already filed their taxes before Valentine's Day, by the way? I have not. No, I don't know, but can I address uh, Linda yes, per, uh, personally right sure. now? Yes, please. That's too many questions, Linda. You know the answer. I'm just going to let you figure it out. <laughs> just How much can you go. make? Send it in. <laughs> can you bring her your stuff in a grocery bag? Joe, yeah. here's why she's the best. I put everything in a box. I use a bag. And mail it to her, oh. and she takes care of it. Hmm. Because a couple of years ago, my guy retired, mm -hmm. and I needed a guy. Well, in this case, I've got a gal, and that's Linda, uh, who also, by the way, is a diehard GL fan. Uh, check her out online, KellerTaxService.com. That's KellerTaxService.com. You can go online. You can schedule an appointment. She'll take care of you, your family, your business. She'll take care of everything. She really, really knows her stuff. Where is she? Uh, she's up north. She's, Sox she's up Center, by me. Right, Sox Center? She lives out in the country in a lovely, lovely part of town. Yeah, you can, uh, like country. I said, you can schedule the appointment. The other neat thing about her website. Be a neat drive. Yeah, beautiful. You want to go together? No, not with you. Okay. I drove over to her place last year. There's no white trash within five square miles of her. I was... I really felt out of place. Okay. It was just nice houses out in the country. And he said that landed trying to help you. Right. Yeah. yeah. The other neat thing about her website <laughs> is she has updated tax information right there on the website. So all these different uh, you know tax things that are coming at us left and right because Joe loves more government. Well, you can find all of that online at her website, KellerTaxService.com. Please schedule your appointment. And also, please mention that you heard about here on the Garage Logic podcast. So she sent me a questionnaire and an envelope, and all I have to do is put all my crap in this envelope and send it off to her. It's awesome. And that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Yep. In other news, the Senate early today passed a $95.3 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, pushing ahead after months of difficult negotiations and growing political divisions in the Republican Party over the role of the United States abroad. Uh, the bill had the backing of Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader of the Republicans. It's a different story, though, in the House. Speaker Mike Johnson casting new doubt on the package in a statement Monday evening, making clear it could be weeks or months before Congress sends that legislation to the president's desk if the House sends it at all. Donald Trump asking the Supreme Court yesterday to freeze the federal charges tied to his election or his effort, excuse me, to overturn the 2020 election, putting the nine justices in the center of a high stakes legal battle leading up to the 2024 presidential contest. What the Supreme Court decides to do with that emergency application from the former president could influence whether Trump faces trial in Washington before the 2024 election happens. <sighs> 
<laughs> Inflation rose more than expected in January as stubbornly high shelter prices weighed on consumers, according to the Labor Department. Uh, new numbers released this morning. The Consumer Price Index, a broad-based measure of the prices shoppers face for goods and services across the economy, increased 0 0.3% for the month, according to the Bureau of Labor Stats. On a 12-month basis, that came out to 3.1%, down from 3.4% in December. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones had been looking for a slightly lower monthly increase of 0.2% and an annual gain of 2.9%. Shelter prices comprise about one-third of the CPI weighting, accounting for much of the rise. And uh, that is affecting the stock market, Joe, you were asking earlier. It's off uh, not in good shape today. Yeah, it's making it uh, lose. You'll get an update so. later from Mr. Money. Talk. You know, I don't know what to say about the uh, the United States. You don't? Uh, Kanye West's new album is number one. Mm -hmm. uh, that woman he drags around on a leash, She it occurs to me she really better have, she must have really great control of her plumbing because she never wears anything. Mm. Wouldn't that suggest to you she's she's yeah. she's she's got good plumbing? Good plumbing. You have yeah. weird thoughts that float around in your head. I do. Doesn't Tay Tay have a new album coming out here pretty soon? I don't know. You know, um, back to the uh, the Trump story that John read. I saw a great. I, what did I tell you two years ago? What about Trump? Two, two years ago. I don't remember. This it'll never end. Right. It'll just never end. But let's see you get away with this. Let's. It, it was in reference to the outcome of the Super Bowl in which there was a guy that said, don't worry, Niners fans, when Mike Pence and the pillow guy get a hold of this, the 49ers will be awarded the Super Bowl trophy this yep. coming March. So that was pretty good. We've got the 120-year-old man versus uh, crazy legs Trump, and crazy you're legs. telling me I shouldn't vote for Bob. What are my other options if I don't bot, uh, vote for Bob Jr.? Who's Bob? Uh, RFK? Bob, Bob Jr. He's the only one left. I don't know what to do. At, at this point, I'm not I'm not voting. Why did he pro. apologize for the Super Bowl ad? He's, he's in the news today. I have that, actually. Oh, well, let's wait let John a second. Wait. You just dropped a bomb that I don't think I want to believe. Uh, well, Ooh. as of this moment, I have no one to vote for. More news, some 123.4 million viewers watched the Chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. You know what that means? Fudge it means it's the most watched Damn television program of all time. Hmm. Swifties. What about when Dallas blew up or whatever that show was called, Dallas? Didn't Man. They shoot oh, yeah. Who JR? shot JR? Yeah. Southwark. I was down on the uh, yeah. ranch several years ago. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Looking at his And you know what the most impressive thing for me was? J.R. Ewing's car. It was a Cadillac that they have preserved. You would think and that's really neat. Jason Matheson, who stays there on the regular. Yeah. Jason's really? a huge fan. I talked to him about it. Stay out of my way, Swellen, or I will destroy you. I uh, direct again, that's JR. During an era where TV was you know. pretty much non-existent for me, never have seen an episode of Dallas. Oh, my God, you're missing out. It's never like Peaky Blinders, yeah, but know. it's south. Would you guys like a fun fact about Chris Reavers? <laughs> yeah. The Dallas no. theme song is the one thing I know how to play on the piano. Really? Yep. Do you have a keyboard here you could play for us? John, you got to continue. I don't, I don't know if you don't take control, John. Oh, I'm sorry. We, uh, uh, me, you just let this continue and you just sit there and listen to this BS. It's your fault, John. It's, it's your fault, fault, John. It's your show. My fault. The, oh, 
The uh, preliminary data uh, said the game benefited from a confluence of factors. The matchup, of course, an overtime comeback victory and increased fan interest surrounding the relationship of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, the previous record, if you're wondering, of the most watched TV program ever uh, was just a year ago, the Super Bowl. 115.1 million viewers watched the Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles in that game. Those uh, and uh, That NFL has the world by the scrotum, doesn't right here. it? Just yep. really has it. But in all, you said half the country. In all seriousness, what was the other half watching? You were watching golf, but what yeah. was the other? You know what I mean? I what know. if you had Channel it on? Two. What if you had it on, but the whole time you were watching stuff on your phone? I had headphones on, I think that watching counts. stuff on my phone. Yeah, I think, they, I think you're locked in there. Hmm. The Kennedy family disavowing a campaign ad from Robert Kennedy Jr. that ran during Super Bowl on Sunday. The ad, created and ran by American Values Super PAC, splices images of Kennedy Jr. into an ad that is one from the John Kennedy, Kennedy for Me ad in 1960. My cousin's Super Bowl ad used our uncle's faces and my mother's. She would be appalled by his deadly health care views, according to Bobby Shriver, the son of Eunice Kennedy Shriver. The ad is the pinned tweet on Kennedy's ex-profile. As of Monday afternoon, the ad cost $7 bucks to run, according to American Values. Kennedy apologized on X, saying, I'm so sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. That's not the an ad- apology. That's a non-apology was- apology. That's why it's perfect. Yeah. The ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. American Values PAC attempted to tie Kennedy Jr. to the legacy of John Kennedy over the objections of the rest of the family. The most recent poll that includes the independent candidate from Atlas Intel shows Kennedy receiving 5% of responses in a race that features Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Kennedy. Which one of those sea hags is Eunice? <laughs> Isn't she locked up in the Twitch farm somewhere? No, that's oh. another. That's that's we lost her. I think um, Eunice was who? Is that Shriver's wife? Yeah, Sergeant Shriver. Sergeant Shriver's yeah. wife. That's Sergeant. Uh, what's her yeah. name's mom? The one that's married to uh, Pam, uh, Arnold. Pam Schreiber. used to be Maria. Maria. Maria Schreiber. Schreiber. Thank you. You have to admit, Joe, there is something delightful about the seeing uh, the the Kennedy family squabble like this. Yeah, it's fun. That's where the term windmilling comes from. Those Kennedys are all for alternative energy. Let me grab a lawn chair and some popcorn and sit here and watch this family dissolve. Rosemary. Was Rosemary the crazy one? Rosemary had, well, for all I know, Rosemary was uh, fine, but the old man had her decommissioned i see decommissioned yeah uh jm uh, jm jimmy von oh jeez let me start over yeah. with this one jm jimmy van eaton a pioneer rock and roll drummer who played behind jerry lee lewis and billy lee riley was somewhat of the sun drummer at sun records in memphis died last friday he was 86 years old uh he became famous uh, playing on lots of sun records including a whole lot of shaking going on by jerry lee lewis red hot by billy riley he also played with bill justice and on charlie rich's early sun records he drifted away from the music business in the 60s but went back to performing in the 70s after interest in rockabilly grew following the the death of Elvis Presley. By the early 80s, he began four decades of working in the municipal bond business, but he was also part of the team that played the music for the movie Great Balls of Fire, which was about Jerry Lee Lewis. He was a member of the Rockabilly Hall of Fame and Memphis Music Hall of Fame. He moved from Tennessee to Alabama a few years ago. What was his name? 
Jimmy Van Eaton. Ah, he had a European cousin, Vacha. Nope. <laughs> See that that's what has to stop. Vacha Van Eaton. I can't I can't deal with that anymore. Vacha Van Eaton. No, I know, but that's it's just It's European, you wouldn't understand. It's no, like would. Anya Marks. <laughs> Anya Marks. She was fast. She's oh a fast God. runner. Well, he named yeah. it after her. Right. It's just, it's just <laughs> can't be done. Try to duplicate okay. that. Somebody's gonna have to give You're not that on the Bernard podcast, huh? Somebody's gonna have to give him CPR. Look at his face. He's so red. Look how oh, red his face. Who's red? Look at Reavers. Reavers. Look at Ninety percent of the time, I know when he's full of s. But then when he draws me, I'm like, oh, he's got something. Yeah, European. Vatcha. Vatcha been eating. Been eating. Vatcha been eating. Now, if you put that kind of effort into booking a guest. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Wow. i got to call Duluth. I mean, this is. Wow. I'd be I'm getting kinda, Joe Rogan money. A little tuckered out right now. If you'd work a little harder, I'd get Joe Rogan money. Amen. <laughs> and. Oh, yeah, where were we? European cousin. <laughs> Vacha. Vacha. Vacha been eating. And he sets it up and I fall for it. Right away. Thanks, what was yeah. that his name again? Oh, it's was... Jimmy Van Eaten, Rook. <laughs> yeah, don't do not do that anymore. Vacha Van Eaten. A woman who was attacked by her own bull back in November received unexpected news while in the hospital treating her injuries. That's yeah. kind of a cool, cool She's story, pregnant? Actually. No, no, no. We don't have a cow. We got a bull. (laughs) Teal Mull, that's her name, Teal Mull, was on a ranch November 10th last year when she walked outside to see her son getting attacked by their 2,000-pound bull they called Barry. Her neck. Story's done. Oh no! <laughs> it should be yes. I don't know any berry. Berry is spelled B-E, such as strawberry, that kind of thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Her next decision was one any mother would make. With her son knocked out, she tried to block the bull. The bull chased her around in circles until eventually it rammed her and gored her. She was then knocked to the ground by the bull. She with- said at that point, I kind of gave up the ghost. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm done here. I can't hold out any longer. However, her brother-in-law, Garth Mull, who was watching over- from behind the curtains, <laughs> <laughs> raced over with a tractor and pushed the bull away. Jesus, John. Keel was left with face and body bruises as well as a broken rib after the attack. Sounds awful, right? What did she learn in the hospital? Well, how funny you should ask, Joe. Thanks yes. for asking. She was taken to the hospital. It revealed, after they did all the tests, she had lung cancer. Ooh, wow. The cancer God. had the potential to kill her within a year, but Tampa General Hospital's Dr. Jonathan Daniel removed the tumor just two weeks ago, and yesterday, Teal got the good news that her cancer had not spread. Wow. She, she All promised because to give of the up, bull. Yep. She promised to give up smoking. Lung cancer oftentimes doesn't show symptoms in the early stages. So but the she's going to visit the bull every other week. Right, yeah. Doc she owes that bull a favor. She was Here. very... Very lucky. Yeah. Word of warning to GLers, do not Google gourd by a bull. No. Yeah. Ooh, don't, no. don't do that. Tijuana, no. right? Tijuana. Thank you, John. Hey. Yes, sir. We'll be back shortly. Are we done? Uh, rookie here for Zero Res. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Yes, sir. 
I'll tell you what, Zero Res Carpet Cleaning, they've got right now in the month of love, February, the Love Your Rug Special. And what that means is you're going to get a really good deal because, number one, they're professionals. They'll come out with professional equipment, and it's very efficient equipment. They'll get that uh, rooms clean, the hallway, whatever the case may be, the air ducts. And they're out of there in no time. You need to get on their uh, schedule, so I'll give you their phone number shortly. But a little more background. They have over 17,000 Google reviews, 4.9 rating. It's a Minnesota company here. And right now, during the Love Your Rug special, you have to ask for it, you get three rooms, zero resified, that start at $119 and a free hallway. Also, the dirt and dandy that's in your air ducts this month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. The phone number, as promised earlier in this wonderful endorsement, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at zeroresminnesota.com and tell them you would like the rookie Love Your Rug special. Also, commercial businesses, protect your employees and customers by getting your uh, floor is completely professionally done by Zero Res. Commercial cleaning estimate, 9520 Res. The pros at Zero Res are going to give you a great deal. So call them today, 952 Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, where the traveling livemans mm. are bivouacked. It's on this day in history. You ready? was on this day. Are you talking about Galentine Day, February 13th? In 1857, Isante County was created and named for an eastern group of Dakota, uh, the Isante, dwellers of the knife camp. They live on knives, would be the translation. They are a Metawakton, Sisseton, Wapaton, and Wakapakut. Walk, uh, walk, patoot bands. On this day in 1906, 213, William Williams was hanged in a bungled execution in Ramsey County Jail for the murders of a teenage boy with whom he was sexually involved and the boy's mother. Williams was the 25th man and the last person of the 26 legally executed in the state mm. as capital punishment was abolished in Minnesota in 1911 following public revulsion and outcry caused by vivid newspaper accounts of his protact of his protracted sufferings due to a rope that was too long wow they screwed whoops. that up yeah whoops walls would give that guy a raise it was on this day <laughs> wow it was on this day in 1909, President Theodore Roosevelt established the Superior National Forest. Six weeks later, Ontario's government responded in kind by creating Quetico Provincial Forest Reserve. Exploitative practices were restricted in these areas, preserving a beauty of the lakes and trees for future generations. That was a good line, by the way. On this day, uh, two one three in 1918, Patty Berg was born in Minneapolis, oh. a member of the World Golf Hall of Shame. Oh, sh- shame. Whoa, World Golf Hall of Fame. She won the U.S. Women's Open in 1946 and claimed a victory in seven Western Open tournaments and four title holders championships. Got it. And finally, no, not finally. On this day. <laughs> February 13th. In 1933, Leanne W. Chin was born in Canton, China, and she then became uh, famous for her 
chain of restaurants. And finally, on this day, in 1976, more than 400 bookbinders in the Twin Cities went on strike against the Quality Park, Minnesota, Heinrich... Uh, McKay and Tension Envelope Companies, that would be Harvey, after a bargaining session failed to resolve differences about a new contract, including a disagreement about a cost-of-living clause. The striking members of the Graphic Arts International Union settled with all their employers two months later. Mm. Thank you, GLers. He needed a binder. Nice work. Uh, quickly, Mike Price is a Garage Logic Town Council member and said Rose was the mother of JFK and RFK. Rosemary That's was a right. daughter yep. of Rose and sister to JFK and RFK. Was Eunice's sister? Uh, I don't know. Who the hell was Eunice? Joe Eunice Kennedy, was the sister, right? Yeah, she Husband to Rose and father to JFK, RFK, and Rose took it upon himself to institutionalize Rose following her outburst and aggression after mm. being committed they, yeah. they went after her with a drill, right? Yeah, I mean, they gave they, her the old lobotomy without telling her about it. Yeah. In a, in a nunnery in Wisconsin. Correct. In some convent in Wisconsin. In mm-hmm. That kept her quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Mellowed that. her right out. Hey, uh, how about, wow. let's see, let's go to promo copy number two. No, wait, I did that one yesterday. How about you two? If you can't get enough of Garage Logic, join the thousands of GLers who have found us on YouTube. All you got to do, just search for Garage Logic Podcast and subscribe for daily content, including behind the scenes content, full segments, video shorts. That's Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. You charmed that perfectly. Thanks, bro. It is time once again that we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and Josh is there for you for that free 48 minutes financial consultation yes i said the word free and he's on the line with us right now here in garage logic and boy josh so much to discuss today because i know you do want to talk about the fed earnings and you'd like to discuss the super bowl what did you just say did you say ts is that who you said i chris did you say ts i think i did oh my goodness those initials ts has as much power on the market as other initials ai and if any stock has any relationship to ai and ts you're going to make some money ts is an economy unto herself she generates in every weekend that she shows up or does a concert in a particular she generates to that metropolitan area super bowl type money i mean that is huge and the addition of Taylor Swift to the NFL, also the NFL economy has been huge. And I'm not, I've gotten accused of being down on Taylor Swift. Far from it. I have no idea. If somebody said, pick one of her songs, I'd have no idea. I'm still back with the Beach Boys, Buddy Holly, Simon and Garfunkel, and 
Bruce Springsteen, maybe a little Frank Sinatra thrown in. Taylor Swift plays to packed arenas, packed stadiums, and does a wonderful job in adding to the economy. Want to participate in Taylor Swift a little bit? If you were watching the Super Bowl, FanDuel, owned by Flutter, which is an English company currently having a listing on the New York Stock Exchange under under FLUT, and favorite DraftKings did very well at the Super Super Bowl. Live Entertainment, which I've talked about before, uh, reports their earnings in the coming weeks. They're definitely a beneficiary of the Taylor Swift economy. And of course, bear in mind that some of the companies that I've talked about may not be for you. They may, they may have too much risk, but those are just three names out there that benefit from the Taylor Swift economy. Then if I add in artificial intelligence, man, now we expand that list. Here's companies like uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, and of course, live entertainment do utilize artificial intelligence to help them plot out ticket sales and betting lines and who likes what and when. I think that's pretty interesting. Then I take a look at some of the larger companies involved with both music and, of course, artificial intelligence, whether that be Spotify, which has talked about it, favorite Apple. And Apple, by the way, is coming out with their own generative artificial intelligence product later this year. I think it's going to happen before June. So there is, with those four initials, A-I-T-S, some opportunities, and again, not without risk. Of course, I do emphasize some of these may, these companies may not be suitable for you, so please talk to your financial advisor about them. Meantime, today's market was down, the largest it's been in several years, right at the open on the consumer price index number coming in a little bit hotter. And I say just a little bit hotter than had been expected. And that gave traders, both in the stock market and the bond market, a lot of pause. Oh my goodness. The Fed with this CPI report will probably not be cutting interest rates as we had thought, not me, but others had thought in March and maybe not even cut in May if the CPI number continues this hot. Well, the CPI, 35% of that still is related to housing costs. Are they up or down? Well, they're not down enough to suit the Fed. And then, of course, there's wages. Wages are up, but unemployment numbers have also been rising a little bit. But you have those two issues, wages up, housing prices not coming down, uh, a little hot, and the economy's running a little bit stronger uh, than had been expected. Hence, you get a little hotter inflation number. Friday, we've got the producer price index, which will probably follow along with the CPI as service costs are definitely up a little bit. Just pay attention to some of the earnings reports that have been coming out recently and seeing some price increases across the board. Coca-Cola reported their their numbers. Lighter volume here in the, in uh, North America, they made up in up with that with higher cost per can. Coke, a very old favorite of mine, a pretty solid dividend producer and has had a history of rising dividends could face some issues, as could Pepsi-Cola, which owns Frito-Lay because of all the weight loss drugs that are out there, and that could cut into into some sales. Weight loss drugs, well, they come from the likes of Eli Lilly and Novo Norse and have been powering both of those stocks. 
pharmaceuticals interesting, but not something for me. Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. Well, you heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you always get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time in the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. I hope you won your Super Bowl bet. I did not. Fantastic. We'll talk to you Thursday. Bye. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.